Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs. We are your hosts, Chris Schuber, floating around producing this thing. We're from the Draft Network, and we're brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all your sports wagering information. They've got everything over there, NFL, NHL, NBA, boxing, tennis, golf, esports, you can name it. You can find it over at Bet Online and a super easy-to-navigate website that's available on your desktop or your mobile device. They've got live contests. They've got giveaways. Everything that you need for your sports wagering fix. And we do have a deal for you. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. It's bet online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, happy national throw out your leftovers day to you. I will not. Please don't ask me. I'll I'll eat them for two weeks if I can. Two weeks! Yeah. No! Get the little snowball of of in-the-bird stuffing that just kind of melts away as you pick at it here and there and do a drive-by the fridge every time and just take a take a bite out of it like it's an apple and then put it back. Chris knows what I'm talking about. I agree 100% with the stance of Kyle J. Krabs here on leftovers. Yeah. And like, oh, man. it just it's every time you pull it out, like it's just further molded into the shape of whatever piece of Tupperware you put it in. It's unbelievable. It's outstanding. Big fan. Also, happy Club Dub Day to everybody here since I, I missed yesterday's show, of course. But uh, is this going to be a draft dude's record for like most combined club dubs for these three individuals by the end of the season? Uh, we have we two? would need some. We have two. Two what? Like com- like mutual, the trios? Oh, no. I just mean in general. Like Chris's club dubs, Joe's club's dubs, and Kyle's club oh. dubs. Oh, you for add sure. all of them. Like we need somebody to do the research we and go find the, the most combined wins the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins have enjoyed in, a se- in a, like the same season to find out what the record is because, guys, we're, we're going to give it a run. We're past it already. I, we I guarantee we're past it. What, Jets have seven wins? I don't believe that's fact. We have 23 Jets combined have seven. wins. 23. Yeah. 23, three, three and seven and four. Well, it's pretty, pretty, pretty up. surreal. Stock up. Uh, what did somebody in, in, on Twitter called me the, um, the, the Zach Wilson of word association. Just oh, no, yes. just, no, just, no, just can't, just can't, just can't execute. Just can't oh, execute no. the way it's. <laughs> I didn't see this tweet. You didn't Chris. No, I don't I didn't. think I don't Chris, think he was tagged on no, it. Kyle Joe, retweeted I just think it was you and me. I was prepared yeah, to just move on I with my life it. and never act like I never saw it. <laughs> Kyle put I me on blast. I about died when I read it. <laughs> I can't believe you missed it, Chris. Um, what segment? What segment has gone better for us in recent weeks? Word association or two truths and a lie? Because they're competing. 
I love two truths and a lie. Um, Big fan. That's actually why I wasn't on yesterday. It had nothing to do with my travel. It was I got banned. I had took a one day suspension from the show by you guys. No, for that's word association. Uh, let that's it be known. I have true. the current. I'm the current uh, active streak for attendance here. I, I, I'm in the lead. Uh, I'd like to enjoy my uh, my positioning here while I can. Okay, it's like so King of the Hill. Right, we can yeah, make this a we, thing now too. We, we rotate through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Joe's currently the leader. I'm in second yep. place. Kyle's in third place. Um, okay, so word association for Lord. week twelve. We will start with the uh, we'll start with the Thursday games, the Thanksgiving Day games, and we'll start with a AFC East team. The Bills beat the Lions twenty eight to twenty five. Joe, you've had a lot of time to I think know. about this. I expect you're going to have a money. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to go with the Bills oh, first. Uh, and he was kind of exacerbated when we said we were going to put the Thanksgiving games on the slate in general. He was like, "Huh? Yeah. Huh? Oh, we're ready. going." <laughs> Uh, uh, Joe, I'll, I'll go. I'll okay. go. I'll, I'll buy you a minute here for sure. your favorite team that won a game like five days ago that you're still struggling to come up with something for. Uh, crisis averted, I think, is probably a fair one for Buffalo. And we just talked about the competitiveness of the AFC East and like every game is a high stakes game. And like Detroit shot themselves in the foot enough times where where Buffalo was able to and and then good execution at the end of the game. But if you walk out of there and you you lose on Thanksgiving Day to Detroit, it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, so I, I think mine would probably be crisis averted for for Buffalo. Uh, my my word is Ed Oliver. I thought Oliver, Ed Oliver was a difference maker in the game. Obviously, Von nice Miller job. going out in this early in the game, uh, he rose to the occasion. Big time disruptive force. The safety was a big play. Uh, fumble recovery, force fumble. He he was outstanding and um, really kind of sparked the team when he was able to force that fumble. Guys, by the way, the the, the Lions are going to win eight games this year. They're going to get there. So they're going four and two over their last the, yep stretch here. Last they're season. home against. Hopefully, they're home one against, of those two losses is in a couple of weeks. Well, it's on the road. They got to go to New York to play. So I mean, weather for an indoor team that that is a feather in New York's cap, but Jacksonville home against Minnesota at jets at Panthers bears at Packers. Do you think they go four and two? I'm they're They've been playing some real good football the last couple weeks. They played a good football. They just made the critical errors in crunch time against. Yeah, but that's Buffalo. kind of their problem, right? Like late in games, Jared Goff reminds you that he's a below average starter. Dan Campbell, for everything you love about him, he's just got some situational problems, right? Like, I worry about those two things probably getting in the way. What if I told you they already have head-to-head wins over Green Bay and Chicago? I would say it's tough to beat a team twice. And you're counting on that happening. Okay. Okay. No need for hostilities here. We can move on. The Cowboys beat the Giants 28-20. to They are who we thought they were. The, the fall of the Giants. They're, they're not. They've now. won wheels seven games. The no, they, the they've won, on the bus. They've won seven <laughs> games. They're not ever who we thought they were because none of us thought they would touch seven wins. And we're 11 games in and they've already done it. Joe, that's Are not we, a word. That's that's a very lengthy that, sentence. I appreciate the fire. No, though. they're not. He that was my phrase. Chest. No, they're not. There, okay, see, no, there you go. Not. Very good. Very good. That, they're going to get passed by the Commanders. And they're going to get passed by the Seahawks down the stretch. I think they missed the playoffs. This is this I'm is your in. new uh, you, Bengals fans used to hate you. Now welcome Giants fans to the hating Kyle Krabs party. 
Stop. If you hate Kyle Krabs because your team falls off the face of the earth at the second half of the season, find a new hobby. Well, like, don't get mad at me if it happens, but you can get mad at me if it doesn't happen, right? Like, if the Giants no, no, no. don't You're fall off the face of the earth. You're already wrong about it. You're already... They won seven not, games. No. My bet is that they which missed is the playoffs. Half, which is double what right. you probably thought they would. They've but he's already not overachieved. There's a draft dude's bet about them making the playoffs that Kyle can still win after three weeks ago saying, I'm right. already ready to mail the built bars. Like, well, those are two different conversations. They're two different conversations. And that's that's how you give yourself an out. No. <laughs> yeah. You just constantly, no, you constantly no matter what happens, the fact that they've already won seven games tells us we were absolutely wrong about the New York Giants entering the year. If I'm going to drop the bit and let my guard down for a second, you're not incorrect in saying that. The Giants have won significantly, probably twice the amount of games that we thought they would at the beginning of the year. But for the sake of word association, and they kind of, let's be honest, they they got outclassed by Dallas pretty pretty bad. Would you not agree? The game went how I thought it would. Got their butts kicked? Yeah, I don't think they're as good of a team as Dallas. I didn't expect them to, to look great in that game. Especially okay. with what are they roll they're rolling out Isaiah Hodgins, who's been on the team for like three weeks, is one of their starting receivers. What, what their entire middle of their offensive line was hurt against the mm-hmm. best pass rush in football. Like, did we really expect Daniel Jones to have a lot of success in this football game? I don't know. Like the context here t- says everything. Go ahead, Chris. The Vikings beat the Patriots 33 to 26. It's a beautiful life. Kenna Owangu. You know, this is all your fault because you dropped the stat about the kick returns for it's like going, special teams it's touchdowns. And it's like exponentially since yeah. you dropped that stat on two truths and a lie. I think we've had three touchdowns since. Yeah, at least three off the top of my head. It's been it was really Patterson and Wangu. Uh, I know there was Marcus another Jones. Hunt, yeah, Marcus was, Jones punt return. Punt return. Yeah, sorry, okay. Chris. Yeah, okay, I didn't yeah. I didn't mean to do that to you. Um I mean, what was the stat like? New England won every significant metric for the game. Hit it, it was Joe. Like f- hit it. You did it yesterday. Do it again. Okay. Do you have yeah, it ready go, to go? Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I do have it. I need like okay. literally a second. So I will fill for as long as you need in order to get this statistic up. Because anytime we can dunk on the Patriots, I'm here for it. It's two two days in a row, we're <laughs> freaking this up. Yeah, you, you got jokes on me. The Bills play the Patriots on Thursday night, so here I am going in on New England. Uh, okay, so prior to the Patriots on Thursday against the Vikings, teams were 170-0 in the history of the NFL when they scored at least 25 points, had at least 400 total yards. They outgained their opponent. They completed 70% or more of their passes, had less than 60 penalty yards, didn't have a turnover, didn't miss a field goal. Now they're 170-1. Kenna and Wango. Special teams. Yep. Was the yep. the downfall of Bill Belichick in this game? Is Which is not teams. normal, right? How many right. games has he won because of That was the first kick return for a touchdown the Patriots have given up since 2010. If can, only can he had a special teams coordinator on his, on his coaching staff, coach, potentially Chris, coaching so the offense right. that could yeah, be used be in this spot. If only. Can I, can I ask a genuine question? What is the genuine value of ever letting somebody return a kick? Oh, I philosophically feel strongly that you should always force the return. I'm not giving you the 25-yard line ever. There's no chance. 
I'm getting myself ten devil dogs, and we're running down the field, and we're going to tackle your ass inside the twenty, and we're going to win. We're going to win the field position battle. Can can, right, can right. you get can ten ex- deviled eggs? No, because those stink, and I need good. <laughs> Joe's football philosophy is just fun to be explained. I I, appre- I appreciate what he's saying because it's the hidden yardage element, not right? Hidden, it's right but, there in front of you. Well, I understand that, but it's not measured in the box score, right? It's so from that perspective, like average starting field position. But can you not get there other ways, though? Like, can can you not force a punt? Like, be really good on the punt team and win field position that way. If I'm I feel kicking like off a bunch, much, I, I'd rather be kicking off a bunch more than I'm punting a bunch. You know, like. Well, sure, but if you score a touchdown and you get a. You know, you you kick the ball off and then you force a punt. You, you can then have... re you can redictate field position every time you touch the ball. You have to it doesn't have, have to be when you give it. You back. have to trust your ability to cover the kick. If you if you suck at covering kicks, then never do it. But like I'm obviously skewed for because I watch the Bills and I I very aware of their roster construction and they pay Tyler Medikavich and Saran Neal and Taiwan Jones. And you know, every year there's the, a, a bunch of these special teams players to to do this, to go run down and cover these kicks. And I see them routinely. Tyler Bass hits a, a pop fly that's fielded at the one, and they have to return it. And the Bills are making tackles at the 15 and the 20 and the 21 and the 17. And I don't know, the further you have to go, the harder it is to score, right? So uh, let me ask you a question. Do you, When you watch the old 22, do you – Watch the the kicking game. Reps. Absolutely, yes. And I figured you did. I just I didn't want to be presumptive and then put you on the spot. What are the teams that you've watched this season that stand oh. out in that regard? <laughs> I have two teams off the top of my head. When I when I said that, I only watched the Bills, <laughs> all twenty two oh. kickoffs. I am I don't usually watch them when I'm watching other games. So yes, uh, there you but, go. But but if you study for if you study for the upcoming opponent, right. you watch those teams. No, I look at touchback percentage and, and that's it. And average yards per return. It's part of my process, but the I don't Buffalo watch the film B- on it. The Buffalo Bills and the Baltimore Ravens are the two teams that stand out to me. Their kickoff units are just, they're built different. When they get down the field, they fly down the field. Like usually most teams, there's like two, two, three guys that are like, they're always racing to be the first one down. Yeah. Baltimore, it's a freaking wall. It's just a wall of guys. Just same speed. Jetpacks on. It's crazy. The Jets beat the Bears 31 to 10. Run the system. Execute. <laughs> it's amazing what a quarterback can get done in a uh, Shanahan style offense when they run the system. So. The the big winners out of all of this are the Jets skill players, right? Holy Obviously, gosh, you saw yeah. what Garrett Wilson did. <laughs> Elijah Moore had big plays. Like, I don't know that Zach gets it back, guys. I I understand Chicago had Eddie Jackson go down, but like statistically speaking, Chicago has been a successful pass defense this season. Yeah. These next two games will determine if he gives it back. These next two are the toughest Minnesota two on schedule and at Minnesota at Buffalo. If he gets uh, through both of those games and they're one and one and he plays well, then he will have the job the remainder of the season. If he struggles and they go 0 and 2, I could see them turn him back. 
Neither team is good on defense, though. So you should – I think they should have production. Right. Time will so, tell. Uh, how about my guy, Zonovan Knight? good on defense. Yo, Bam Knight, dude. I'm so happy for him. Yes. What, a, what a performance. I'm so happy for him. I'm so glad they elevated him they this week. They still have a little crush on him, game. so I was happy to see him do something. Dude, he played so well. Uh, the Browns beat the Bucks 23-17 to in overtime. Yikes. The heck was the end of the game management from Todd Bowles and company? Can we talk about Yikes. that? That's not a word, but I'd like to talk about that as a group here. <laughs> impossible what are we doing? to reconcile, right? Like, that loss for Tampa is impossible for me to reconcile because – it was just completely situationally mismanaged to a T to not give Tom Brady that opportunity at the end of the game. Just absolutely insane. Um, This coaching staff is holding back this football team. No question. No question. And I think when changes come and and Tom getting ready to, to leave via free agency or retire, I would expect some wholesale changes. Just because they're they're kind of painted in a corner, and and this season from beyond injuries and perform, like as you said, it's been a disaster. I have a question for you. I, you're I will hopefully have an answer. Yeah, you will. Um, <clears throat> I feel like you've become well versed in in Shanahan style offenses. I have, yes. I don't think there's anywhere else besides San Francisco for Tom Brady to go. He's either going to the 49ers or he's not playing football next year. I how, would agree with you. How do you project that? Do you feel like do you feel like he he's he's a fit for that cuz that's a very different scheme than he's ever run before. Not I I think it would be fine, but I'd be interested in hearing your take on that. It'd be really interesting. Um the weapons would be so much fun for Tom. Right? And I think you could probably continue to tweak what you do. Um, I think they need some help on the interior offensive line. If this is going to work, I think that's the primary concern. But um, if Tom, if Tom feels confident that he can pick it up quickly, you know, I just, I just don't know. Do you want to go to another spot and kind of play floating around 500 ball for the first half of the season until you kind of get familiar with kind of a lesser offensive line. You know, Trent Williams is the best offensive lineman in football, but the rest of the group is young guys and unestablished guys and I think limited guys. So I just think if Tom's going to do that, for me, it's less about fitting in the scheme and it's more about making sure the interior line is where it needs to be for Tom to have success. That feels digestible to me. If I'm the 49ers, I get Tom Brady. I just got to find an interior offensive line. Oh, you might need, oh, yeah, an interior offensive line, right? Like you, you probably need. T- <laughs> it can't be worse than what he's got in Tampa right now, right? Which is crazy. They got Shaq Mason in that group. It's the other two guys, man. Hainsey's been okay. It's Leverett and Godecki, and yeah, it's not good. Yikes. The Bengals beat the Titans 20 to 16. Mental miscue. I don't know if you guys saw the end of that game, but Tennessee was going to get a chance to get the ball back down seven, and they ran into the long snapper and took the points off the board, but gave a first down to Cincinnati, and that was all she wrote. So that's what comes to mind for me. 
I'll, I'll just give you <clears throat> my prevailing thought from, from watching the game, which is what I'm supposed to do here, was I really enjoyed watching Cam Taylor Britt in this football game when he came and uh, knocked that ball out from Derrick Henry. Uh, that still was a touchdown for Tennessee, but like that was an incredible effort play. And seeing some of his run fits and, and willingness to – to play downhill and tackle. And, and I thought he had some good moments in coverage as well. It's, it's the best I've seen from Cam Taylor Britt yet. And so for a young player that they've, they've had to, you know, had to come off of an injury and pretty much just come in and start in the NFL. I think he's gotten better every week. And I really loved watching him play against Tennessee. Second on the team in tackles. That's, that's, are you serious? Yes. Second on the team in tackles. He had eight solo or seven total okay, tackles. So yesterday, seven- I thought you meant for the season. I'm no, 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 no. You almost just broke Joe. Joe almost broke yeah. on the show. You could, could see the steam was, coming out of his head. It was, he was um, like, are you out of your mind? Joe, what, it, what was Ryan Stonehouse's long punt yesterday? <laughs> or or on, on Sunday? Uh, Stonehouse? Uh, yes. He had a bomb. Um, I, don't, I, I guess it was probably 60, 70 yards, wasn't it? 71-yard yeah. bomb. Dude, hits. I mean, we watched him at the Shrine last year in Vegas. Pipes like, it. This guy's unbelievable. And then it's funny because I like tweeted about it. I was like, dude, this guy is unbelievable. And then the, some of the Colorado State fans were like, oh, he's really inconsistent. And like, okay. I just watched him punt for three days and looked like he was the best punter I've looked ever like, seen. Looked like he was fine, right? <laughs> Pretty good to me. The Dolphins beat the Texans 30 to 15. Oh. Worth a trip. How's that? My, my takeaway here is. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna break. I make everyone pissed off because I'm not gonna give a word. Um, it could be a phrase. Here's my word. My phrase is. My phrase is. <laughs> get Mike White ready. Get him ready. He's got to fill in for Joe now. He he's too busy being the quarterback of the Jets. He needs to come on the show and do word association because yeah, this do is word a, association. This is brutal. Fr- Just give not, us your okay, thought. Not competitive. That and that goes that goes in a number of different ways. Because I, I, I started my Sunday. I was like, okay, the, the game that I'm going to watch to start is going to be Dolphins-Texans. And I said, as soon as this is not interesting anymore, I will move on. So it didn't take long for me to move on. It wasn't interesting. And I'm just watching this Texans team, man. And it's like, what do they have? What do they actually have? They're not, they're not a competitive football team. Like, and, and my concern is that this is the direction that the Rams are headed. Like this is the this is their future. This is the floor. Yeah, but like the I said on the podcast yesterday, Kyle, that like it feels like Houston's two years away from being two years away. Like they need so much. But that's but I I agree with you, but it's because they've spent the last two off seasons signing journeyman players to one year contracts. Right. It's, like it's they, got they've, them made, nowhere. they've made they've made no effort to allocate pillars right. until this draft class right like there's been no, no effort it's the you levy, literally just flushed two years down the toilet the levy grill episode on the houston texans which is oh. coming probably in the next two weeks is going to be a God. wild ride for us all oh you just get, got me sick the, the credit to the dolphins they came out out of their buy offense looked phenomenal the passing game everything you wanted it to be they were you know playing good on defense as well did what they needed to do against houston so all, all the credit there i don't want to take away from that but my god like I just I I I'm looking at this Houston team. It's like okay, well, you got a pretty good young running back. Maybe you've got four picks invested on an offensive line that absolutely blows. 
maybe Stingley be, will be good at corner, right? Like, what <laughs> what is this team? And how do you get it to a point where it can be respectable while really in going in on young players, but having to balance that out with some meaningful veterans to actually get this to go somewhere? It's as how bad about, of a situation as I've seen in the NFL in a long time. How about Dario Gumbawale hitting like a 30-second choreographed dance? Did you see that? No, I didn't. Whatever After you're talking about, I didn't sco- see it. He scored to make it 30-6 to six in the third quarter, and he must have danced for 15 seconds. He had something <laughs> yes. very prepared. Something very prepared. Yeah, he's like, I know I'm going to get my money's worth when I score. And then it looked like Jordan Aikens um, did like a little mini – uh, Snow Angel when he scored to make it twenty to twelve, Listen, and then they kicked and then they kicked a field goal with five minutes left, down eighteen points. They, pun- they punted down fifteen with how many minutes left? I'm like yeah. loser ment- loser mentality would would have been if I didn't say worth the trip. Loser mentality would have been <laughs> the next phrase that came to mind so, because I watched him punt and kick that field goal. I'm like, holy smokes. Guys, so, so I'm I'm I, this was I, once I moved on from watching the game, which I, I got through like maybe half of the second quarter. <laughs> um, the uh, still obviously paying attention to it a little bit on the red zone channel. And, and Scott Hansen, bless his heart, man, he was trying to make it like it was interesting. He's like, Oh, we might have to keep an eye on Miami. Uh, it, it's 30 to 15. It's a, it's a two possession game. I'm like, they might have to put two back they'll in put the game. Tua back in for one drive. They'll, they're going to go score a touchdown and we'll, we can go right back to, to enjoying everything else that's happening on a Sunday afternoon. So Next. just one thing, one thing to watch Toronto Armstead, uh, peck strain, uh, may miss some time and, and dolphins are getting into the meat of their schedule. So that's just something to watch. We've got our next game, but I would like to tell my friend Kyle, we're about 90 seconds out from it being 11:30. So I don't know if it's time to eat my alarm's or take off. a break. <laughs> my alarm's off. Okay. Oh, right, Chris. Sure. That was that was good. That was good. I make sure. A little bit of uh, the, com- the Commanders beat the Falcons 19 to 13. Playoff team. The Washington Commanders are going to be a playoff team. I am all the way in. I'm all the way out on whatever the hell they tried to do for Sean Taylor. Oh my god. A mannequin? Right. Okay. A statue. Okay, you said something there that I have not examined the possible. So right now they are a playoff team. So They're they going have to, to be a playoff team. They, they have to ward off Seattle, Atlanta, and Detroit? And they play the Giants their next two games. <sighs> they can jump them. Yep. Oh, they would have to, like... Okay, let's let's do the thing. You're right. Both against the Giants, 49ers on the road, that's tough. Cleveland, Dallas. They're going to be a playoff team. They're going to take command in the playoff race. I think this is 5 in a row for them. No. It's, hot. it's like 5 uh, of 6, the, I think. 6 of 7. Excuse and their me, only loss was seven. a th- and their only loss was a 3-point loss to Minnesota that they quite frankly blew the end of the game. All right. Taylor Heineke, man, he's going to have a lot of Jordans in the closet when it's all said and done. Dude just plays hard. He makes some weird decisions. Like, he threw a pick in this game that was downright abysmal. But dude just makes plays, finds a so, way. But what do you do with that? You, you ride it. You just ride the I know, wave, I know you ride it, but, like, you have to do something. You have a decision to make after the season. Listen, the last time Bring they did back this, and- they traded for Carson Wentz. So I don't know if I trust the decision-making process here very much. 
I could really use a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know. God. They got him in Taylor Heineke, the Please, next version like, of that guy. Right. right. They don't want 10 games last year with Fitz. I don't care. Probably. Um, everybody, buckle up. Sit down. Might be a little bit of a bumpy ride here as we talk about this next game. The Panthers beat the Broncos <laughs> 23 to 10. Implosion. Nuclear. I said to Chris, um, we had a, we had to do a little recording before you came on, Kyle. And, and I was talking to Chris, and I was like, "Man, I I feel bad saying this because I've never been really that guy that just like watches like loves to watch something crash and burn." But this situation in Denver has been very entertaining to watch from afar. You can't just, look away, right? You, you just can't. And I, Denver is never a team that I've had any animosity towards. Like I've always respected their their operation and they've been a really, really good team pretty much my entire life. You know, just always really, they just recently had back-to-back losing seasons for the first time in their franchise history. Very, very respectable organization, but, but this is, I've never seen it like this, man. I've never seen a coach that was completely over their head and then everything they have invested in Russ. And and then you start to think about how keenly aware Seattle was of Russ and how they were able to kind of coach around it. And we didn't know, dude, like, this is an wild. Fin- it's an all-time finesse job to get what they got for Russ versus the quality of play that Russ is providing. Like Russ has just completely forgotten how to read defenses at this point. I, I you, you've you've recently brought this up a few different times. I think talking about Tua, and I think it's a great talking point. Going back to our conversation with Jordan Palmer about confidence, right? And the most what how how did he phrase it? The most it's the, the most common common, the common quality of successful quarterbacks. Is confidence. Russ has none. No. Right. So like that's just a spiraling problem. And obviously, like if you take a step back and you re- just strip yourself away from that, Russ is just a corny guy, right? He's a human, right? Like he he certainly had intentions of going to Denver and being a really high caliber quarterback for them. And that hasn't happened. And it's getting worse by the week. And like there's when he, when he has honest moments of reflection with himself, like what is going through his head? It can't be good, man. They got their butts kicked by Carolina. Carolina ran the ball 46 times. Denver possessed the ball for less than 23 minutes. Denver was four of 15 on third and fourth downs. They had 246 yards of offense. They averaged 3.3 yards per pass. Kyle, Sam Darnold was the better quarterback on the field on Correct. That's a problem. They got their butts kicked. And this this team's going to... The players who are still playing hard, it won't be long before they quit for the season. You know, it's not going to get better. I promise you it's not going to... At some point here, you have to ask yourself a question about your concern level of you losing the best thing that you have going right now. And that's your defensive coordinator, coach Avero, who's going to be one of the most coveted coaches probably in the off season. Like you probably want to keep he that gone. guy over Hackett. He's gone. I assure you that. I mean, even if you're Avero, like, yes, you've developed relationships with these players, but you, you see what this team's locked into. You see the commitment that if, if Avero gets, would would you want to keep the job? Would you want to say, "Hey, we want to make you the head coach in Denver," knowing that you're, the you're right lo- you're guy tied the- to to Russ right. for 
the indefinite future here. Right. I would with no assets. Well, I right. guess you, you kind of recoup some of that, but it costs you a good player in Chubb. So uh Denver is now three and eight. They have to play the Chiefs twice. They have to go to Baltimore. Oh, they hadn't even done the Chiefs yet, huh? And they also have to play the uh, the Chargers again. That's four losses at least. Twelve I mean, lost they, they, Denver. They, courtesy, uh, shout out. They they do have Arizona and the Rams tucked in there. Oh, what a gift that keeps on giving! Broncos Rams on Christmas Day at four thirty. I think I'll. Uh, I know that. I think yeah. I'll be playing with toys with my daughter. I'll I'll be on like my nap or something like that for that one. No thanks. The, the mid afternoon dad nap on Christmas. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a good time for it. The Jags beat the Ravens twenty eight to twenty seven. You can cancel the funeral for Trevor Lawrence. <gasps> that's a that's a phrase, but we'll allow it in this in this instance. That's a it's a it's a absolute win for Joe to come up with that on the spot. Bravo. I've watched this damn football team all year, and they've frustrated me in a lot of ways. And I've, I've resorted to phrases like, you know, they're just a young team that needs to learn how to win. But there's a lot of good things going here. But I mean, the big win here is just Trevor Lawrence is is right before our eyes becoming a legitimate quarterback, and big time money throws down the stretch in clutch situations. He, I, I thought he played great against the Chiefs. I know they lost the game. I think he's kind of coming into his own and he's got a good coach and, and I feel like they're only going to get better around him. So I, I thought this was a, a really good win for this football team and kind of reflects upon the good feelings that I've had about them. Despite that, what they lose five in a row in the middle of the season there. They got some good stuff going on here. And, and most importantly, Trevor Lawrence is, is arriving. Last three possessions for Jacksonville, 14 for 75, Touchdown, seven minutes and 12 seconds off the clock. Uh, four plays, five yards on a short field after a Baltimore fumble. Uh, and, and then 10 plays, 75 yards in a minute and 48 to score another touchdown and then go for the two-point conversion and the win. Uh, my phrase is Dougie Pease Stones. He's got him. Oh, you have to go for, for it in that spot. You're, You're three and seven. playing for the win. You have to Nothing go for it to lose. Spot. Really, really good launching point for continued yeah. improved play for Jacksonville for him to have that confidence in that moment. Say, guys, let's go out and win the freaking football game, and they did it. I'd like to share something. Can I share something real quick? Please, I Please officially do. would like to submit a form request to us for us to have a conversation about the Baltimore Ravens and their inability to win the game in the fourth quarter. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? That was how I was. I was getting ready to kind of lead into that same type of point here, Chris. When you think about. The losses that the Ravens have had. All four. All, all four. Just all-time crushers, right? The, the, the Dolphins collapse. Uh, the Bills the collapse. Bills collapse. The Giants collapse. <laughs> and this? And this. Well, That's just, their four losses. What are we doing? It's a, You wouldn't expect it from Coach Harbaugh. This is a veteran coaching staff. That can run the. They, that's what they should be able to do is run the ball, right? Put it in Lamar's okay, hands. Okay, yeah, but but I guess here's the thing, right? Because you mentioned their ability to run the ball. There's not a single player on the Baltimore Ravens offense aside of Lamar Jackson that has rushed for more than 392 yards this Man, they've season. They've been banged up at running back uh, again. 392 for Kenyon Drake. Mm. 223 for Justice Hill. 
183 for Gus Edwards, 123 for J.K. Dobbins, Devin Duvernay 75 on 10 attempts. Like, they don't really have... We don't have a closer, Kyle. We don't have a closer. That's correct. You and don't if our have closers a closer. are quarterback, we got problems. That's correct. Because he's always taught diminished contact, right? You know, limit your hits. Play responsibly. We need you. Well, he's got... I'm not a math guy, so I'm totally going to screw this up. 26 more carries than any other player on the Baltimore roster. He's not only leading the team in yardage by 2x, the next closest player. He's got the most carries comfortably. They can't line up and just run the ball. And oh, by the way, we're pretty limited with what we do passing the ball too at this joint, at this juncture. And you're not that good on defense. <laughs> but they're seven and four, and they got to. But they're we seven. We thought they four. had an easy path forward, but man, Bengals. Oh, they, Bengals got to feel good do. about their positioning right now. Right, and they'll get. Um, they're in Cincinnati, week eighteen. Soft circle that one. That That'll be a high matter. stakes. That's that a high stakes one. Now, Baltimore's got Denver and Pittsburgh the next two weeks. You feel good about that? You and start talking about Jacksonville, right? Denver, though. Score 17 points against Denver, you win. If they lose to Denver. If they lose to Denver, we're going to have some serious conversations. They will will win the next two. I I think it'll be – I'm very interested to see how they play the Browns. Deshaun will have – that'll be his third game? Uh, Yes, that'll be his third game, and it's home in Cleveland. Nice of uh, him to have a preseason game here coming up next week against Houston to get right for him. I hope the Texans win. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, I think we all wish that life would come with a user manual to help us through all of the ups and downs, but unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. So when it's not working for you, it is normal to feel stuck. It's normal to feel like things are out of sorts. Navigating any of life's challenges, whether that is a career change, a new relationship, becoming a parent, all of the stresses of life, it can make you feel unsure. While therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of all of those challenging emotions and help you learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of that complex engine called you and your brain. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to match with the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. It couldn't be any simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash draftdudes. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash draft dudes i hope they do too speaking of going for it and being aggressive late in the game the chargers beat the cardinals 25 to 24 the old brandon staley came to the phone and said how you doing everybody here you go here's a two-point conversion for you will the real brandon staley please stand up it felt so good it felt like old brandon staley was back he immediately held up the two he was playing for the win with his quarterback it f- we were back baby we were back on sunday and just the all-time easiest conversion play, too. Like, Dude, nobody what was, covered What Everett. was Isaiah Simmons doing? He just let Gerald Everett just run to the spot and just, just catch the nobody, ball. Nobody even considered that he might go out for a pass. My my thoughts were all going to be about Brandon Staley going for two, being aggressive, finding himself, all the stuff we already said. Didn't he have, like, an all-time cowardly punt, though? 
in this game. He's had an identity crisis for a while now. The entire yes. season. He was yes. bullied into not being as aggressive as he was a year ago. Bullied. I'll say it. He was bullied by the media. Not yet. Not bullying on Sunday. Works. How about... Not on, not, not, not I, on that I, I've also enjoyed, play. like, just deeper on the Chargers here. Josh Palmer and DeAndre Carter have really showed up for them recently. Mike Williams is banged up. You know, Keenan Allen's been hurt all year. But to see those guys step up for this offense has been kind of cool. The Raiders beat the Seahawks in overtime, 40-34. Josh, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. That's the only takeaway. Josh. The only proper takeaway. How do you reconcile it, Kyle? Like, Future Bills running nah. back great Josh Jacobs. <laughs> Might not be mad about it. As long as we get this version of him, right? Like, he's been okay his first couple seasons. My God, he's man-possessed. Huh? He wouldn't, like, I have Josh Jacobs on my fantasy team. I know nobody cares about your fantasy no, team. Nobody but, cares about your fantasy But the point team. that I'm trying to make nobody is, cares. like, I was nervous nobody that he was going to play in this game, right? I'm, I had to drop somebody to get Amir Abdullah on my team just in case he didn't play. And then he goes out there and has nearly 40 touches and over 300 yards from scrimmage, the 86-yarder to win the game. <sighs> Unbelievable. And he's got, like, 1,500 scrimmage yards he's, already. I think he's the number two player in fantasy football this year. Well, he's got 216 carries already. <laughs> he was worth he had 40 points over the weekend. For, he had 40 fantasy. receptions on 40 receptions on 48 targets this year. Do you remember week one? Was it the Hall of Fame game? We're watching right Josh, when he was out yeah, there. When he was like, out oh, there in the third quarter, him. we're like, oh god, it's over. It's over. He's for playing Josh. in week one of the preseason. It's over for Josh Jacobs. <laughs> well, nobody knows anything. Just, just <laughs> embrace it. Just relax. Just relax and embrace, embrace the it. chaos. Nobody knows anything. Um. In the game uh, for a team that is tanking without a first-round pick, the Chiefs beat the Rams 26-10. to <laughs> You accuse them Sad. of tanking? They don't have any players. Brother, are you, they're, cutting, they're cutting recent draft right. picks. We, they're cutting mid-round draft picks. We're cutting the good not players having we any do players. have. This is phenomenal. It's what insane. Okay, so <laughs> what's going to happen? That's why I said the Texans they're going to lose they're headed, Because man. Stafford's not going to play the rest of the way. They're going to lose the rest of these games. They're going to have Perkins, nothing to show for it. A barely draftable quarterback is starting. They don't have any receive. Allen Robinson's out. Cooper Cup's out. It's over. It's done. They have no offensive line. They've cut all their running backs except for Cam Akers, the one they were trying you know what? to trade. I'll say it. I'll say it. McVay's going to retire at the end of the year. What if they all retire? That, what if McVay? That, that that's. It's pretty buzzy, right? Don, Donald McVay, Stafford, we're out of here. All McVay's walk. calling games, you know, for thirty million dollars a year, working ten percent of the time. Stafford's probably working in a booth somewhere, <laughs> right? Aaron, and Aaron Donald just, I whatever he the hell that guy wants, he's a king. But I mean, geez, man, talk about a rough situation. They they are on the Texans plan right now. I fear it. They they, they don't they have less resources than Houston. At least oh they have a Super Bowl. Lord. I'm That's, just you're right. Well, about you know that. what? And if you can get it turned around in three years, it'll be worth it. But. Oh, Worried about what this is going to look like. It's Can not going to be fun. Yeah, but in L.A., that you, they're just going to lose interest. They probably already have. Oh, I'd love to go to Ram's house and see what it looks like right now. Won't be a Ram feed. The Ramley won't be very. The, <laughs> come on, we were there. We saw the corny stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, they're, they're home the next two weeks against the Seahawks and the Raiders. Those will be home games for the Seahawks and the Raiders. Oh, my Lord. They got to go to Green Bay. They got to go to Seattle still. Imagine this team in cold weather. This might be like a four-win team. 
They're tanking for that uh, 30, 33rd overall pick. That's right. Maybe they can uh, trade it to the Panthers. TDN and uh, the Rams have the same number of first-round draft selections here in the draft. In a game that might have set football back a decade, the 49ers beat the Saints 13 to nothing. Well, the shutout, right? This is the the longest uh, streak of not being shut out was the Saints three hundred something games yep. in a row. Yep. They just they're doing this two there's doing this two quarterback stuff. It's just not not working. It's just not working. We got to figure something out. But Andy, Sean Payton said <laughs> Sean Payton ain't there anymore. The team in rushing. Andy Dalton, twenty one yards. I guess that's that's my question is, is how does Alvin Kamara come out of this game? with the other players that are available to you with 13 touches for 50 yards. And it's not like you were getting blown out and you couldn't run the ball. Final score is 13 to nothing. <sighs> not good. 49ers kind of, this is their, this is their wheelhouse, right? Defense. They didn't run the ball that way. They weren't that good on offense either. But that defense is nasty, man. It's good. Yep. It's yep. very good. The number it's one very, scoring very defense, good. I think. I bet. I think yeah. they're averaging like less than 16 points a game. That'll do it. Which is just wild that you consider that Kansas City put 44 on them. <laughs> right, that's the blunder, playing... right, on their on their schedule. Like, you look at what they've done recently, and you're like, wow, that game just feels really weird that they just played that poorly that week. Oh, I mean, it is can, Patrick can, Holmes. Can I, can I do the thing? Do the thing. Can I ask, can I ask a question? Please. Guess see the schedule. The 49ers are going to be the best team in the NFC if that's what you're No, 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 no. I mean, like, I mean, the first 11 games. For the for the 49ers? Just just listen. Just listen. Okay? Chicago. Seattle. Denver. L.A. Rams. Carolina. Atlanta. 44 points to the Chiefs. The Rams again. The Chargers. The Cardinals sans Kyler Murray, and now the Saints with Andy Dalton. Soft. I'm not questioning whether or not they're a good football team. They absolutely are. But it's just, this is the first time I've like pulled up the 49ers and like looked at it. It's a little eye-opening. They took L's to the Bears, the Broncos, and the Falcons. They weren't competitive the against the Chiefs. They beat the Cardinals with Colt McCoy or whatever how their quarterback was. But Chris, to your point, they they go Miami, Tampa, Seattle, Washington, Raiders, Cardinals to close. And Miami with three a, straight uh, wins. I mean, they're they're going to be an eleven plus win football team. Well, they they got four tough ones coming up here: Dolphins, Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders. And they're going to win the last. Three. Those are four. Those are probably four playoff teams, right? Maybe not Seattle. And maybe not, maybe not Tampa. <laughs> they got to win the division. They're going to win the division. They're going to get in by default. Uh, are they going to win the division? Yes. Yes. They're Half game up. They're okay. Win the division. I agree. But the, la- the last, the last game for us to discuss here: the Eagles beat the Packers forty-four. Excuse me, forty to thirty-three. Holy rushing yards! <laughs> this was like like Lendell White and Reggie Bush going up against uh, Portland State in a Week One game. They have oh, wow. three hundred. I mean, what? 363 yards in rushing. the National Football League. Unbelievable. How about Christian Watson, though? 
he, that touchdown catch, you that was different speed. Different. Yep. That's four. That's four three at six four. You could tell it's different just because the, the like, heat was floating on air. And then when he turned it on, he was floating on air, and then he turned on the jetpack. You know who's levitating right now? Ryan Fowler. Ryan Fowler. Yeah. Your gosh darn right he is. The seven and five commanders and Christian Watson balling out weekly. Guys, could thriving. life get any better? Guys, could thriving. life get any better? And listen, here's your flowers, Eagles. You, you scored forty points. You ran the ball a million yards. All that stuff. Good for you. If you're if you're the Packers, you got this injury with Aaron Rodgers. Like whatever whatever it was between the not the whatever side injury, the hand, whatever was going on there. Jordan Love came in and and played reasonably well. Like, don't you have to kind of find out, right? The fifth year option decision. Don't you want to kind of play him and just see they're four and eight, man? I know Aaron Rodgers wants to play if they're mathematically alive. What? Yeah. What was that? What do you mean if you're mathematically alive? You're the starting quarterback of the Packers, getting paid fifty million dollars a year. You just signed an extension. You just signed an extension. You want to be the you want to play. Period. What do you mean? I, I want to I want to play through it if we're not eliminated. What are you talking about? I saw the quote and I was like, surely that's out of context. I don't think it was. <laughs> Dude has just gone off the he's just gone off the deep end. Would would the Broncos have been better off trading for him or Russ? <laughs> Him, because he's at least done enough this right, year. Right, I would I agree like, with you. I would right. agree with you. Okay, so the lead up to that was there's obviously a lot of other conversations that come into play once you're eliminated, and I'll be open to all of those conversations. So alluding to the team, but the way it was phrased for Aaron, it's like, you're like, I want to play, but... But how do you how do you get to a point where, to me... And I know that new information changes everything. But when did he sign that extension? It was not that long ago, guys. Was it over the summer? It was in May, uh, March, I think. March 15th. So, yeah. It was, I, however many months ago that was, nine months ago or something, you committed to this $150 million over the next three years. We're 11 games into the season, and now we got to find out what we had in Jordan Love. You made that choice in March. Well, and from the Packers' perspective, I, I guess the threat of Aaron retiring kind of makes it necessary to to do this uh, and know what you have in Jordan, right? But it's like it, this is what they get, right? Like as Aaron has just grown into the late stage quarterback that he is, and he's got the bravado, and he he he's trying to leverage and take all this control. He's being a grumpy by, old man. Don't, by, don't be nice about it. He's being a grumpy old man. By letting him do it and bending to him, like you, you, you're kind of reaping what you sowed here, right? To allow him to throw his weight around to the degree in which he did and then sign the contract. And then it's like, oh, now he gets banged up and you might have to play Jordan Love, but you have Aaron under contract for several more seasons of of high paid money but you don't know if he's going to 
play it out because of how this year's gone. So you might still have to play Jordan. Like a freaking mess. The one thing that wasn't factored into the plan for the Packers was Aaron Rodgers in consecutive years being the NFL MVP. That was the one right. thing you couldn't have counted on. Right. And it effed them up. You had the NFL MVP for two years in a row. You didn't you say we can't we can't let him go. We can't move on from that. Yeah, but you also simultaneously didn't even get to the Super Bowl, which and I know that that's loft. The only one team gets to do that per conference, but baked into that, you you didn't compete for a championship, and now you're like in a very significant limbo with your quarterback situation with this quarterback. That's there's a decision coming on his fifth year option. It's messy, and you're you have a decent team. Like you're not far off. Like you, you, uh, you know what? They're they're pretty bad run defense. You get, you get healthy. Like okay, sure, let's get a nose tackle or whatever. You know, let's get healthy. Yeah, Kenny Clark. Right, but you need something else. So whatever's been going on here with the Packers and not being able to stop the run for years now, it's a there's a problem here. But you don't have you don't have Gary. You don't have Devondre Campbell. Offensive line's different every week. Receivers have been banged. Like I get it, but. They're not far off. Tough spot, man. Tough spot. Oh, by the way, they play the Bears next week if Fields is healthy. Rush Let's defense. Let's hope he is. Speaking of walking on air, Paige Demacos will be on cloud nine. We get a a Bears dub head to head against the Packers. Probably been a minute. When's the last time that happened? Oh, I don't want to open up that can of worms. Chris, anything else for us? I'm just going to tell Joe we're going to review the film from from today's word association, and we'll oh. make a determination on if it's the story. <laughs> we're going to kick forward. me off the show next week. You can't break my attendance streak. Yeah, we're going we're to get a Coach's new king decision. on the, get a new king no, on the hill. This is going to be. You know what this is going to be? This is going to be one of the giant set Eli and ruined his streak. That's what we're going to yeah. do to you. We're going to sit you in a couple sabotage weeks. you. Is that a? Is that your call? Is that a producer's call? How does this work? I mean, technically, that would be my call if I feel you're unfit to do your duty, but your name's you on are? the show, so I think, we'll have, I think we'll we're going to keep talk. you around here. We'll have to talk to the upper management if you, that's in your jurisdiction. Uh, Joe, to answer your question, the, the Bears have beaten the Packers three times since 2010. Not very often. It's different now. Justin Fields, get Justin Fields back out there. Rush for 250 on the Packers. Here to watch it burn down. Okay, I think that's I think that's going to do it for us here today on the show. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, Chris Schubert. Thanks to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. Hope everybody enjoyed. Make it a great rest of your day, and we will talk with you all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.